What's up, friends? Uh, we're back for episode 27 of Make Friends Radio. We are live at Banana Sundays. You may or may not be able to hear music in the background and car alarms going off as a result of the bass. <laughs> uh, but today, I bring a special guest here, one of my good buddies, uh, Ben Rosenberg, otherwise known as uh, Midnight Ben, a.k.a. the head honcho behind some of the biggest parties in, in all of Sacramento. So before we jump into kind of the interview here, why don't I give just a moment for Ben to introduce himself, uh, give us a little intro as to who he is, what he does, and we'll go from there. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Ben, uh, Ben Rosenberg. I own a company called Midnight Events. Um, the company is about 15 years old. Uh, we do shows here in town in Sacramento, but also in San Jose and San Francisco and a few other places in Northern California. Um, we focus on anything from club nights to bigger shows and festivals. That's pretty much it. Sick. Yeah, Ben, uh, obviously you're doing some of the, the big things. We've got a party coming up, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. I uh, see your name all over uh, the park, and I think you also help with some of the uh, the block party events as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So me, uh, me and the lowbrow guys do uh, this block parties together uh, in a spring to end of summer. So, among among many other things. Sweet. So why don't we start off with the uh, the obvious question? I mean, we're all part of the the dance music community. What got you into this lifestyle? I mean, believe it or not, my background when it comes to this lifestyle, this music, this industry, goes back to my parents, more specifically my mom. So my mom has been, has been a music teacher, piano teacher her whole life, um, and she was always into different cutting edges of music. So when she was pregnant with me, she would listen to stuff like ABBA, Kraftwerk, Lip Sync, <laughs> um, and then why I pop, you know, when I popped out, she was still listening to the same stuff. She she would mix in some Led Zeppelin, some Deep Purple, into it. So, you know, with that being said, you know, you know, especially stuff like ABBA, Lip Sync, and Kraftwerk were the foundation of the electronic music as we know it. Mm -hmm. So that kind of got in, embedded into my into my mind, into my heart, into my body. So from there. I just, I, you know, I picked up electronic music very easily. Um, I, you know, I got into, when I was 10, I started getting to stuff like, you know, Prodigy, Chemical Brothers. Sure. Um, Orbital Orb, you know, you know, Basement Jacks, so stuff, you know, so, I, you know, that, that stuff was easy to, you know, for me to get into. And it just, without attending a single event, as a kid, I would consistently listen you know, you know, to that sound, even though I was probably only one out of my friends mm -hmm. would dabble into. My sister would enjoy it as well, so that that kind of helped. What you know, for in terms of you know moral support, in a sense. Yeah, for sure. Prodigy played a big part in my uh, <laughs> my upbringing, as you know. Uh, you know, I, significant amount of my uh, my younger years was playing break beats, which uh, you were a huge supporter of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably would not have played any big shows without uh, Mr. Ben here. So appreciate it. Um, appreciate it. Why don't we talk a minute about our friendship, right? I mean, we've known each other since the beginning of time. I think we may have roamed this earth with uh, dinosaurs. So, uh, if you can kind of reflect on maybe how long we've known each other, kind of your first memory of of our meeting, how annoying I used to be, and and probably still am, and and we'll go from there. 
I would say we met probably 2000 or 2001. Uh, you were an upcoming Bragby DJ. Um, and, the, and the word I use, upcoming, you've made it in Sacramento, but we'll discuss Sacramento in, in a bigger <laughs> spec, <laughs> down, you know, down this interview. Oh. You've made it in Sacramento, but in a bigger picture in everyone else's eyes, and you're more of an upcoming DJ. And, you know, we were just running each other's shows, and we had, you know, we appreciated, you know, like you said, Prodigy is a big foundation for me as well, you know. And then I loved, I love breaks, old school breaks into new school breaks, you know. You know, anything, stuff like Crystal. I mean, let's mention an American act like Crystal Method. Yep. You know, you know, I'm sure that was, you know, probably a big foundation for you as well. You know, with that being said, as for you and me, I just, you know, I think our passion, our love for the shows, you know, you were DJing and I was already starting slowly to promote shows, either partner up or work for other people. But I think what brought us together is we would go to other people's shows regardless. We won't just be you know segregating to shows either yep. you're playing at or I am I have to be at we'll be at all the shit we'll be supporting the scene all the way across which I think you know is an important you know is an important thing to do for sure yeah I think that's uh, equally as important nowadays I mean Sacramento still so, somewhat suffers from that kind of click mentality 100% um, and I have said that a few times on the show here so forgive me for talking a little bit of shit but I think we could do better all supporting each other 100% 100% yeah so I mean midnight obviously Midnight is this huge thing now, right? It's grown to be kind of the staple of Sacramento's like bigger EDM style events. Working at the park, uh, I think you had me open up for Dead Mouse at one point. I mean, I did, you've I been did. doing, you know, some some big things. So, kind of tell us about the origins of kind of Midnight and uh, kind of how you got to where you are. Okay, so the origins of Midnight kind of start, you know, me with me translating my love for music into going to shows um it was my uh it was my freshman year of college and friends of mine here in sacramento um you know his name was phil shout out to phil he's out in la nowadays um he was just like hey ben you love this music you got to come check out you got to come check out you know mm -hmm. this warehouse show and i'm like okay all right so you know we went to bay area you know, and then when I when I saw the show, it just it all it all made sense for me. It's just this music being played in an environment that I you know I just I was odd with. It was just it was amazing. You know, I felt I felt like it was home for me because again, you know, listening to this music in a, you know in the nineties, you were pretty much an outcast. Yep. You know, you know, without knowing where to go, listen to this music live shows. So without shows, I was just an outcast listening to this music at home on my cassette player, on my CD player, portal mm -hmm. CD player, you sure remember those. So it's just, with that said, just putting one-on-one -on -one together and going to shows and seeing it in person and seeing other people enjoy it, you know, being truly passionate about, you know, this music, mm -hmm. it just it made, it made perfect sense for me. And from then on, I, I knew that I should, I should and I would and I could do something in this industry. And, and then it came in, came a dilemma. Everyone's like, hey, be a DJ. I looked around, everybody wanted to be a DJ. I well, can preach who to books, that. Who books, who books DJs? I was like, I think I'm gonna be a promoter. And everybody's like, no, 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 you don't wanna be a promoter. It's tough, a lot of bullshit to deal with. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I actually do wanna be a promoter. You know, it's just, I, I feel like every one of my friends 
that want to be someone in the industry want to be a DJ, if everyone is a DJ, where are these DJs going to play at? Right. So it made it made perfect sense for me to be to be a promoter. And plus, my music taste was so inbred into me and ingrained that I get to book acts, you know, that I want to see and hopefully expose to the you know, you know people around me. Sure. So you know, with that being said, I started off. I started off working with a crew called Clockwork, Clockwork Events. Um, uh, we did shows Metropolis, Atlantis, um, some of the, you know, some of the highlights of my beginning as a promoter was Metropolis at the uh, Santa Clara Fairgrounds. I'm aware. And it was two, it was June 2000, and I was just, I was a street team person, you know, hitting the pavement with those flyers, those posters, getting the <laughs> word out. Um, and from then on, we just, you know, I, I grew together with the company. And in about 2001, I joined another company, which was a staple in San Francisco, with Skills. Yep. So, and I started off the same thing with Skills. Um, clockwork kind of faded away. Um, you know, you know, it's it's a tough it's a tough industry. Not every promoter survives, and right. I, it wasn't a, under my control anyway. So, faded away. And then from 2001 to two and on, I was you know I was a big part of Skills, from marketing to logistics to so even you know becoming a minority partner. Um, with that said, now fast forward to year 2005, um, I felt like that it was time maybe for me to do my own shows. And two really good friends of mine, um, Bruce Lamb and Jimmy Tide, at a record shop called Channels. And they were, you know, they were a little bit younger than me, but they were passionate about also doing events. So me, I've been down this road doing big events. You know, so you know, so I was just like, hey, it's time for Sacramento to start doing, you know, smaller type of events. Sure. So we put our, you know, we put our minds together, and them having an infrastructure at a record shop, which you know, and shout out to Intermix, Rick and Brian, and obviously Subsonic, you know, Simon back in the day. You know, record shops were always a foundation of a you know Sacramento scene, if not a rave scene in general, you know, all over the world. So you know, you know, with that said, you know, having a record shop, you know, and being able to sell tickets there and spread the word. You know, helps in those in those day and ages Absolutely. before the digital revolution came around. You know, was the key. So we started. You know, we so we started doing events together. Um, I, you know, I brought an event called Super Duper Bowl because it was around uh, it was around Super Bowl, and it just yeah, it was a little cheesy, but again, it, it just it was a good theme. It was around us. You know, it was around Super. You know, and we kind of had like a we kind of had like a versus battle sets with DJs in that yeah, show. I remember. So I, I think you can play one of them, yes? I did, yeah. Me and Rudy still talk about it to this day. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Rocket. Uh, oh, Rocket, <laughs> We're Rocket, always Rocket. talking about, uh, you know, how, how we always would uh, picture each other as, like, our competition. Like, a bunch of just arrogant dickheads. But, you know, thinking that, you know, he was my competition and we go back and forth. And to this day, we still high-five and uh, remember those times. So big ups to that party. I also do want to give a shout out to Ben's old Prius, which it allowed him to get to and from all these events from San Francisco to San Jose and and uh, and back to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that good old car. Oh yeah, that good and old then, car. Uh, the final shout out to Bruce. Uh, did I miss your pizza? That was like a staple of my diet uh, when you had your pizza spot open. So big Bruce, up, it was Bruce and Jimmy. Bruce and Jimmy. Oh, Bruce and Jimmy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're good, absolutely. You're good. For sure. Good uh, guys. For sure. Good guys. For sure. And they still they still come out to shows. You might actually see him. You know, at a show. My show this weekend. We'll which mention more down in this interview. Um, so, um, but furthermore, so that pretty much 
that sparked that sparked a, you know that sparked a, you know desire for me to do shows in Sacramento. Uh, that that first show was by the way at a little auto shop right uh, right by Art Fair Mall. Actually, it was by Wonderbread. Yep. The factory that's also retired by now. So it was a little warehouse. It was full on underground warehouse type of style parties, which is Sacramento has a great history of, and I went to quite a few of them myself. You know, in the you know in the 90s. And shout out to all the promoters that did them. You know, even though my roots did get started in the Bay Area, you know, with home base and such things, you know, the Sacramento scene did have its share of contributions. You know, you know, you know, For sure. to my beginnings. What was the, uh, the the big party back in the day that rivaled uh, San Francisco, which actually got all the San Francisco folks to come up here? Was it uh, Gigabeats? Gigabeats, that's Bliss. what it was. And Gigabeats Bliss. and Bliss. Yeah, yeah. Yes, shout yes. outs to all involved with that. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to Gigabeats using uh, using the same venue as Gigabeats, you know, a larger pavilion. But yes, that's and again, we'll mention more of that down the line. Um, but so fast forward from Super Duper, um, I've engaged. Older venues that we had in town, like Galt, which is you know is a venue been around for good 19, 20 years. Shout out to Tim Manis, who's also still my sound guy for a lot of shows, and he he got that venue you he, know going. He's done the show too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Tim Tim was a all around tool man, you know. He just he he's done everything in this industry from shows to sound to lighting. Hey, if you got a wedding, you know he'll <laughs> he'll play that too. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, um, so the venues like Galt, Sunrise, which are all about a thousand cap venues, I've I've you know. I've engaged all those venues for the early days, and when I had a chance, I felt like Sacramento was ready for it. Um, you know, I you know I moved on to doing stuff like a Memorial Auditorium, and we've done you know, and that's oh, I mean, can also obviously the sister venue is a convention center. We did TS on the convention center yep. ten years ago, pretty much. So now was probably the biggest show from Gigabees, and that was ten years later. You know, Sacramento scene, and you know, and from that on, we've done. Base Nectar Cascade, you know, you know, at the both at Memorial, um, you know, we've done Chainsmokers, Dylan Francis at the, you know, at the Cal Expo, which we'll mention more. We're doing a show Cal Expo this weekend. So, and then can't forget about the small foundation shows, the nightclubs that I, you know, that we do on weeknights, you know, shout out to District 30 in the early days, then moved out to Social now at the park. And shout out to Park. Park's been there from the beginning as well. I did my share at the park before going, you know, you know, you know, before I pretty much gave every venue in town a chance. Yep. You know, I think I was an equal opportunity employee. I've even did, I even did a little electro night called Risque over at the Barfly, which was known to Club 21, you know, a good, you know, eight, nine years ago. So I've literally gave every venue in this town, you know, equal shot to do shows at. Yeah, Brian's a good dude, too. He takes care of everybody. And uh, shout out to Brian, one of the first uh, actual guests we had on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, about, for sure, for sure. He's uh, Brian is an amazing guy, funny, but you got to kind of get his humor, but most of us do. Yep, most of us do. That's how we've kept the inner circle for like 20 years, or probably not 20, but some absurd number like that. For sure, for sure. Oh, also shout out to, bring up Brian, shout out to some uh, also foundation, it, and it's it's, it's kind of hard to remember every single venue you've done shows at, sure. but shout out to Rage. Oh, I, damn. Rage was also, I was a, I started off as a foot soldier doing Pure pure Tuesdays there, you know, and I moved on to doing my own shows, and then I became Barcode, and I've done stuff like ATB, Above and Beyond, you know, Cosmic Gate there, yep. you know, and, uh, in late, you know, you know, late 2000s, you know, mid to late 2000s. So for sure, shout out to Brian, that venue, that venue was definitely a staple you know, of the of the club foundation for Sacramento, you know, electronic music. Some of my most memorable DJ gigs were there uh, opening up for DJ rap and, and, and things like that. So, Diesel Boy Colette, he's had a bad company. He's had 
yep. lot of stuff there. Yeah, it's it was uh, some of the weirdest and most kind of memorable and, and prolific shows uh, actually 100%. happened there. So. Why don't we use that as a good transition to talk about this weekend? Okay. All of us are going to be sleeping off a bunch of tryptophan. You know, I will have overeaten by about 20 pounds. And uh, allegedly, we're then supposed to come to this massive party. So get me hyped. Tell me about Give Thanks. Okay. So, and let me give you a quick, I know we've given already quite a bit of background on stuff, so I won't go too deep into the background. So Give Thanks, Give Thanks was my staple of my company, Midnight Events, and it was one brand name that I started here in Sacramento, but Sacramento, as you know, it's not exactly an easy place to do shows. Hey, not giving up, though, obviously. With that being said, you know, I, you know, I did give thanks in Sacramento. Um, Ten years ago, and then it just made sense for the size of the venues to go do it in San Francisco and San Jose area. Sure. So, you know, I've done, you know, I've done it. You know, I've done it in, at the Kramer Pavilion in Richmond, which is outside of San Francisco. I've done it at the Factory, which is in the heart of San Francisco. And then I've done it at the, you know, San Jose Civic and Convention Center, which is in San Jose. Um, and I think at this point, it made sense to bring it back to Sacramento. Uh, I think the Sacramento venues, larger venues, were ready to do these type of shows. Um, and in a sense, the reason I say it like, like that is Sacramento, I'm sure people live in, you know, it's a very political city. It's the capital of the largest, you know, state we have, you know, in our wonderful country. And, you know, California and its own could be fifth, sixth, whatever, seventh largest economy in the world. Sure. So being a capital, it's just, it's just a very political. Stuff moves very, very slowly here. So, I, I, you know, I was waiting for the right time to bring you back to Sacramento. And I felt like after I did, I did a show called Fright Night two year, exactly two years ago. I did mm-hmm. it at a convention center. We had a Diplo Excision, Valentino Khan, et cetera, you know you know 10 plus thousand people um and after that i you know i knew that it's time to bring you know work on to bring and give thanks back to sacramento so this is its 14th year um and we have cascade who has been also a staple not only of an american house scene yep. you know an american actually music scene period you know electronic or not but in sacramento he's been you know he's been i booked him first time in sacramento when he was still coming up you know, all places the park. Right. You know, we, just, to, we just saw him at a the cross festival with um, doing a redo set. Yeah, yeah, redo, yeah. redo. And he just did redo actually this weekend on Friday in San Francisco Sick. at the Midway. Um, you know, um, you know. With that being said, he's headlining a show. It's about time to bring it back. He's, you know, like I said, if you haven't seen Cascade, you know, you got to see me. If you've seen him before, I'm sure you'll be there. Um, Absolutely. Then we have we have other acts like Kazo. Um, you know, we have Gasly and uh, Joyride doing a back-to-back. We have Blau. Um, we, we have uh, Sudden Death. We have Getter. We have Manila Killer. Uh, we have uh, Sean Frank, Morgan Page, uh, Devault, and Little Texas. Um, and it's all happening. This coming up Friday and Saturday at Cal Expo Fairgrounds. It's taking place inside. I know the rainy season is coming for Sacramento, so everybody that's worried, it is 100% taking place inside, the largest pavilion that's dope. they have there. Um, it's going from seven till two, and I, again, shows nowadays end early. I made sure I did what it took financially and logistic to have this event go till two a.m. for all my old school heads that appreciate, especially all adults. You know, they, if they're gonna go out, 
you know, they want to enjoy a drink or two. They don't want to, they don't want to be show over 10, 30, 11, 11, 30. Yep. They're going to take a night off from your families, kids, whatever you got, responsibilities. You want to be out hanging out and enjoying the evening. So it's going till two, it's indoors and it's all happening um, inside Cal Expo, more specifically Cal Expo Pavilion. And then if you want, anybody needs more info, check out givethanksfestival.com. All of, all the info's on there. Yeah, man, that's, that's dope. I mean, haven't heard that it's happening inside i mean really that hasn't happened to my knowledge since the like the wonder years of the sacramento scene with the bliss and the, uh, uh what was the other one uh, Giga uh Giga Beats. Beats. yeah that's right i came up from the bay for gigabeats i distinctly remember that before actually physically moving out here so for sure for sure dude i'm that's 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 huge so congrats for sure, my for friend sure. and we a lot of bay area people are coming out to the show so shout out to all the people that are making the drive and you know and as much as I want to say, I'm sorry for taking the show away from Barria. I'm not. You know, this is a bigger venue, larger venue, a bigger lineup, and going later hours. So, it's the drive is going to be worth it. So, speaking of the lineup, uh, it's obviously pretty eclectic. And for dudes who are entering their 40s like me, uh, what can they expect? You know, it's probably not going to be like Charles Feelgood House. Like, I mean, what 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 musically, what what can they expect? Musically, so on Friday night, I would expect more of a bass house sound, um, uh, which is Joyride and Gasly, um, some of Kazo. I would expect some trap sound, which is mainly Kazo. And I would expect some dubstep and some rhythm, which is Getter and Sudden Death. Um, and then, then I would expect some combination of a, a big room bass sound, which is GTA. Um, and lastly, Little Texas, he plays a more of a harder sound. Again, shout out to Simon Apex. You know, he did the harder sounds in his town and, and NorCal and generally held it down for a good portion of my early rave days. <laughs> so, you know, and then on Saturday, um, it's a little bit more of a traditional sound. <laughs> um, Cascade, he'll play a mixture of a house, of his old school house with his new school progressive house. Um, and he's closing the whole event. Uh, play until 2 in the morning, and before him, Blau will play a mixture of progressive into a more of a current trappier sound. The Manila Killer will play more of a future bass, future progressive sound. And then Morgan Page, obviously, is also one of a, you know, similar lanes as Cascade. You know, he'll play a mixture of, you know, old school house into his new school progressive. And, and then Sean and Devault will play just a new mixture of the upcoming house. So, again, if you were to pick a night, which... Please don't come to both nights. Absolutely. You have, you know, you have a mixture of bass music, you know, on Friday and then a more of a house vibe, you know, or, you know, new school to your old school on Saturday. Word. And if, if you're a listener and just hearing about this for the first time, come look for me. I'll be there. So, uh, yeah. You better be. Let's have some drinks, man. Um, yeah, but Cascade, I mean, that's that's a huge booking, dude. So congratulations on that. He, Thanks, he was man. the main stage, I believe, at uh, at Cross this year. He was, he and was. just absolutely tore it up. It was uh, for sure, for something sure. that we all look forward to. So to get that in Sacramento is, is next level. For sure, 100%. So while we're still on the lines of kind of the party, what do you look for? I mean, obviously, times have changed. Your musical tastes have changed. The market's musical tastes have changed. Um, before you throw a party, you know, what are, logistically, what are you looking for? DJ-wise, what are you looking for? Kind of bring me up to speed on the, the process of how these things come to fruition. Put, putting an event together? Yep. I mean, the process is definitely not as simple as it was back in the day. You know, back in the day, 
you you find any kind of spot, whatever, a little warehouse, car shop warehouse, convince an owner to do it. Yep. You know, you know, create an info line, get some flyers out. You know, and a lot of the word was spread out through word of mouth or for printed materials, and the people have to call an info line, you know, whatever. And again, more importantly, it was the word of mouth. Nowadays, with social media being king, which creates a situation for everything has to be legit on a, from an authority standpoint. So all the venues have to be permitted. Everything has to be on point. So nowadays, what I look for is, for example, say a venue like Kellex or Convention Center, um, I want to have a large enough open space which should accommodate attendees and also accommodate a big production. By the way, we're doing a massive production as well, everyone. Um, if you haven't been to our big shows, come check it out if you have. You'll know what we're talking about. Um, so back to how we, what we do with venues is we have to find a big enough space, big enough permitted space that's the that authorities, police, fire, the city, the, you know, the, the county are okay with you using it. Deem they it give safe. You all, exactly, yeah. exactly. They give you all the permits and everything. You have to find that. You have to make sure you know, you know, it's large enough to accommodate your production. It's large enough to accommodate your you know, attendees. And then, you know, then you, you, know, you, you, you go through application process you know, with authorities. And then you, when, it, when it comes to booking the lineup, once, once you got the venue, the venue is the key nowadays. Once you, you, know, once you got the venue pretty much on the lock, as much as I would love to book the acts that I want to see to the T, which I do want to see most of the acts on the lineup, if not all, but you also have to think of an upcoming generation. I mean, I'm enjoying the late, you know, last of my 30s, and while I appreciate all types of electronic music, um, you know, when you do shows and you're selling tickets, you got to be considerate sure. of what you attend, what you know, what attendees, what they, they want to see, what they want to hear. So you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep that in mind. You know more than what you like nowadays. You yeah, know I mean, you can you can sprinkle in what you like, but you can't you can't force it. You can't force it. You can't force it on attendees. Right, unless you're keeping the people happy, the money's not coming in. Exactly, and it's and it's not even about the money. It's about you know it's about you growing and being, you know you know being consistent as a promoter. Sure. So you know I think the money the money will be there in the day, but you know, in order for the money to come, you got you got you got to get the people to come out and the people. What people want to see is the people that what they want to see, what they're hyped on, what their friends are hyped on. So then you pick out the lineup. I like to create a good mixture lineups. I, as you know, I don't like to genre define my shows. Sure. You've seen that over the years. It's just so I like to pretty much add several, you know, several people playing, you know, different types of electronic music. Yeah, and I can uh, I can vouch for that since day one. Super Duper Bowl was literally like a five, melting pot. <laughs> five different genres and. You know the the one room one party vibe is 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 it's dope. It really is, and allowing you know all these different things like, you know, I, I'm currently a househead, but I was a breaks head. I've always supported drum and bass. I like bass music. You know, there's no reason why we can't live in this world and party in this world together. 100 percent, 100 percent. There's no reason to genre define electronic music. And look, if you if you're an elitist and you have a passion about a specific sound, look, I respect it, but no need no need to genre define to other people. You know, just you know. Keep your passion and come out to every show you can, you know. But I think, you know, as human beings, you know, just open up, you know, open up your perspective, you know. At least, at least it shows, and that's what I try to do. Is just, you know, I, I, you know, just if you want to see your favorite DJ and your favorite sound, well, I'm sorry, but not really sorry. You might have to listen. You might have to listen to sound you might specifically yep. be fond of. But hey, it'll be worth it. You might, you might appreciate it in the end. And if you don't, then maybe, maybe your friends appreciate it. You know. Yep. So. Yep. It's one big world we all have to live in together. So, 
I mean, musically, obviously you're open to just about everything. But if you were to go to a night yourself, what is the kind of the What's genre? The What's, What's the, the vibe? vibe, bro? Set the vibe. Oh, set the vibe. Okay. If I was to pick the night myself, I think it would be uh, it would be a mixture of things. Of course, it would be like what we mentioned. It would be headlining something like Chemical Brothers and or Prodigy, and you know, be a mixture. You know, throw Carl Cox in there. We obviously know DJ Pierre doesn't DJ anymore. Shout out to DJ Pierre, one of the you know foundations of our American house music. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be pretty much a melting pot. So, and then it'll be towards newer guys. You know, you know like Eric Prids. You know, definitely throw him in there. Adam Bayer, um, and then you know, mixing some Cascade in there, mixing some Duke Dumont in there. You know, so and then you can even throw, and you know, a little bit of. You know, a little bit of Galantis, you know, even a little bit, a little bit of Tiesto, you know, just Martin. and can't can't forget, you know, you got to throw in a little bit of, you know, Andy C in there, you know, shout out to drum and bass, which is a big, big, a big Andy C. Yeah, big staple, you know, big staple here in Sacramento. Hey, don't worry to all the, you know, bass heads, drum and bass heads. I'm not giving up on drum and bass. You know, Word. there'll be there'll be a time and place for another drum and bass show. Well, if I'm coming to your party, you also have to get like grammatic there, and then then it's a done deal, son. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got. I mean, I I, I mean, I didn't finish. I mean, I'll probably even sprinkle some grizz in there. All right. Some live some live instruments. You know, he plays. You know. I'm with it. You see those uh those videos on on Facebook floating around with the like, the ten piece band or like the the marching band from the the Cal Berkeley or whatever. Yeah. yeah Super yeah. dope. And I'll even I'll and for all the new school heads, I'll even include a little bit of a lenium in there. You know. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give it any longer, you know, than 50 minutes set. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Word. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 2020, we're, we're running into it here pretty quickly. I think we got a month left by the time this airs. Yeah. What are we looking forward to? What is, uh, what's, what are, what's on the, the ticket? Is there any big people that you plan on bringing out? Any events you plan on being a part of? Kind of tell us what's in the future for Midnight. So, 2020... Pretty much putting a big bow with it. We give thanks, and then we're gonna. Um, so for I mean, I'm sorry again. For 2019, we're putting a big bow. You know, we give thanks, yep. and for 2020, starting in January, we're gonna be doing park park again. You know, come out on our Thursdays and Fridays there, and then we're planning to do a couple. More, we're planning to do a couple more shows. You know, between all the you know large venues we have in town, and we'll be releasing that info in early 2020. I mean, I just I want I want to push a boundary of bringing acts that haven't been in Sacramento in a while, or haven't been here. Period. I think that's important. Let it be for park shows, or more importantly, for bigger shows. And by the way, my bigger shows, I give thanks. You know, shows at Cal Expo, Convention Center, Memorial. They're all 18 and over. Uh, the park is 21 and over. So um, you know, you you can't cut out the younger generation. Uh, with that being said, I want to you know I want to bring out some cool acts that you know both 18 and 21 number of people haven't seen in Sacramento yet and you know go from there I mean I feel like in Sacramento sky's still the limit again it's not an easy place to do shows but I love it I'm not giving up so and then we're, we're going to bring back our block series on K Street again um, and that's going to be from April till end of September even possibly October next year and I mean I'm hoping to do also some larger outdoor play, outdoor events for electronic music as well if the weather is nice which it should be. Can I put a vote in for like during the daytime parties? I'm like I'm down to come party around five o'clock and then okay. get home and go to bed. So <laughs> okay, okay, not that my stay is worth anything, but if, if you can make right, that shout happen. Shout out to the you know all the, all the old school heads that feel the same way. Yeah. So before we jump into Sacramento in general, um, 
I mean, obviously, Sacramento is a wealth of kind of DJ talent and, in my opinion, has been and always has rivaled any other city, uh, just maybe not receiving the credit that it deserves. So um, if you could just give a shout-out. I know this is super awkward, especially in the position you have. Give a shout-out to a couple of DJs, and, and we'll, uh, we'll move on to... You give a shout-out to a couple of local DJs? Local DJs, yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Well... Let's start with you, obviously. And if you don't know, Chris went by a DJ name, Undecided. Wah, is, that, wah. is that still is that no, still no, a DJ no. name? No, it's, has a, that, has it's, it's Chris Shelton now. I go by my my oh, God-given you, name. You, you. <laughs> so so Chris, as you know, has has decided on Chris Shelton. Yes, yes. He's not he's not he's not undecided any longer. So shout out to Chris, Undecided. Thank you. Shout out to again, we've mentioned his name. Shout out to you know Simon. Simon Apex, you know, and the Subsonic crew. Shout out to Billy Lane and 916 Jungle, Jungle Screw. And Billy, by the way, is still doing shows. He still has, he still does, I want to say, one, one or two a year. Yep, 916 Junglist. Yep. So shout out to Billy. Um, Who also has a new album out, if you guys haven't heard it. Check him out on Spotify. Yes, and also Billy, if you ever stop DJing, you should be a, a, a comedian. You know, I'll, I'll, come watch, I'll come watch your show. You can just watch him eat chicken online. Exactly. And, and make posts, right? Yep. yep. Shout out to Billy. Uh, shout out to Rick. Rick V. Shout out to the whole In The Mix crew. Um, you know, I know I know. Rick Rick is still uh, grinding out there. He's uh, he's one of the managers at a Guitar Center. So I believe so. For those who have needs at a Guitar Center, go see our boy Rick. Roseville, Rockland? Uh, I don't know the exact location. However, I did just play with him last Friday at Boombox, and he still has it. That dude murdered 100%. So big ups to Rick. Big ups to Rick. Then big ups, obviously, to Tim Manis. Believe it or not, Tim was also a DJ at one point. (laughs) Again, he'll he'll DJ your wedding still. Like two shows. (laughs) (laughs) Um Shout out to Moral Schoolheads. Shout out to Eric Sandy. I know Eric is out. out Austin. Of t- yeah, he's out in Austin. You know, Eric was a big. Eric was a big foundation as well here, and I, and a, you know, and a scene. Um, let me think. Shout out to obviously Brian Bassett. As you know, Brian was also a DJ. You know. Also, like two shows. Yes, yes, yes. Then uh, the shout out to Gabe Xavier, who, who actually DJs for Brian nowadays at uh, over Mixon Park. Yeah. Yep. Um, Trying to man, I'm going down a memory. Shout we don't, out to we Ro- don't have to go too far deep all into right, this. All right, all right, all right. I say, I would say, I would say, Rocket, Rudy, Rudy, Rocket. Hundred percent. You know, you know, I say, you know, I say, Jason, I say, Jason Vassar. You know, what was Jason's DJ name? Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Oh, jeez. How I shouldn't have I, said that. On. <laughs> how can I forget that? He's gonna J- kill. Jay Vigor. Currently. Jay Vigor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How can we? Uh, uh, I mean, and, and then rest in peace. Of course, the Dragonfly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's. She was one of the first local DJs that I've booked, and that was tough. Yeah, that was that was very tough because she, she was one of the only, if not the few, well, probably Simon and one or two others was getting consistent gigs out in Bay Area, and that's if you if you recall, that's where kind of in the beginning of this interview I mentioned how you can be uh, you can make it in Sacramento, but you're upcoming everywhere else because yep. we're kind of closing the community. We weren't really getting much love in the Bay Area. Correct me if I'm wrong. Nope, you're 100 so, percent right. Yeah. But someone like Dragonfly was pretty much she was out there, and again, rest in peace. She, she was so peace, supportive Dina. of people too, man. It was really, uh, you know, uh, that passing was was just hard on the entire it community. Was, it was very hard. And that, last but not least, I want to give a shout out to Paul, Paul Plesko of Gamma, Gamma. You know, the whole Steel Dream crew. You know, Paul is still still rocking, and I want to say they're close to their 20th year. I think that's getting next, pretty damn close. Man. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Paul, Paul has built a niche. You know, with his parties, have you ever been to a Steel Dream 
you know, you should definitely check it out. It happens around June Believe every so. year. So, you know, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an all-weekend thing, so... You know. Paul and almost the entire crew are good-ass dudes, too. So if you get an opportunity to check them out locally or anything like that, you, you actually sh absolutely should. For sure, for sure. And I think since I mentioned Paul, let's also mention Adam One. Adam is out there doing, you know, he's holding it down for the younger generation. You know, I moved on to doing more 18 over 21 plus, you know, you know, you know so Adam is Adam's specifically focusing on, you know, on a, you know, on a giving, you know, giving exposure to the younger kids to check out these, these type for of sure. shows, these type of events. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, again, we have such a wealth of talent in Sacramento. We do, we do. Hard hey, not sorry, sorry if we missed that. You know, I just, I think, I think we would need two interviews full to mention, you know, to mention everyone in this town. That or try harder. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well said. Well I'm said. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, obviously, now that the the kind of DJ circle jerk thing is is done here. We love you guys all, and uh, you know the, this community doesn't exist without kind of the foundation of those that, that provide the music. So and look, look, look! If you've done, if you've done, if you've done shows, understanding, still doing shows, mad props. I see what you're doing. You know, it's just I pay attention, I pay close attention to everyone that's involved and been involved. I respect, you know, respect where the scene came from. You know, and I'm just trying to build on it. Yeah, and uh, Ben, he actually just told me that he really enjoys when you guys send uh, DJ Mexes directly to his phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, can you can you not do it this week though, please? Yeah, just don't do that in general. Like, uh, <laughs> make make your voices heard, and uh, someone like Ben is is always watching. So, um, yeah, big for ups sure, on for that for sure, for sure. Don't yeah, don't be don't be afraid to reach out. And if you ever need to get a hold of us, email is uh, info at midnight events m i d n i t e events Sacramento scene in general. Um, you know, obviously it's up and coming. We are on a never-ending growth cycle here where we have new buildings popping up and we have new events, new restaurants, new bars, all this, you know, extra cool stuff. Tell me about your thoughts on, on the growth of this city and, and how that excites you as someone who's uh, kind of at, at the level of trying to bring entertainment into that mix. I, I think it's about time. The Sacramento growth cycle is very very slow and one thing to mention is I didn't mention is I I came I came originally from Boston which is a ma major metropolis um, and I found my passion here in California and I love Sacramento and I think Sacramento the plus and the minus for our market for everything across is San Francisco if it wasn't for San Francisco I probably wouldn't have been involved in a scene Word. To degree, just it, it took my passion to another level because San Francisco was always bringing the heat, right? Mm -hmm. And Sacramento, in a negative, is Sacramento was getting leftovers or nothing at all. Yep. Because you know the the venues, promoters in San Francisco would expect people just to go see the stuff in San Francisco, you know, versus Sacramento would just either get a leftover or get nothing show wise. With that being said, now that we're getting on the map, you know, you know, with the, we got the brand new arena, we got. You know, we got a lot of new condos popping up. We got high rises being built for business and residential. You know, you know, I feel like it's time for the city to make its own mark. We don't have to be in the shadow of any city. And look, San Francisco is one of my favorite cities in the world. But you know, I think Sacramento is finally, slowly, surely getting a piece of its own. And it's as much as I want this to happen tomorrow, next week. 
I feel like, and I'm sure you'd agree, still, it's still, it's still going to be a lengthy process here. Still got some room for growth, but I think a lot of that shadow is starting to be illuminated by, you know, what it is we have to offer. I mean, even a lot of people from San Francisco are moving to Sacramento. I mean, 100%. I think that's because of the kind of the housing market out there, but uh, those people are bringing money to these businesses, and these businesses are being able to grow and being able to venture out and take risks and bring us these cool opportunities. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And and then you write a hundred percent is, you know, Sacramento, where the best way of putting it is we're in the middle of action. You want to go one direction, you can go enjoy the beauty of Lake Tahoe. Yep. You know, or you can go enjoy the, you know, the, then, you know, the, the casino, the lights of casinos in Reno. You want to go another direction. You know, we got San Francisco, we got the ocean, you know, so it's just, you know, so I feel like Sacramento is a, as, as a perfect spot, you know, you know, you know, for, for stuff to be happening. And I can't imagine five years ago us being able to sit in front of a giant pink house that's illuminated with all kinds of neon, uh, you know, in the middle of downtown with techno playing in the back and, and being 100%. able to do something like this. So 100%. I think 100%. that speaks a lot to the, the growth of our city. And again, I'm, I'm just super proud to be from here and be a part of the history as, as minimal as my involvement was. Uh, just Same being here. able to illuminate, you know, what it is we have to offer now and all the cool ass people and, and the cool same ass things here, that we have. Same here, hundred percent. This is and this is why I mean look, after doing a show like Give Thanks in Bay Area, I could have done a bigger big, you know, venue and capitalized on that. But it's not about that as you know, my passion is here in Sacramento. I mean my passion is for the industry as a whole. Well if I was if I was to pick a city, it's here in Sacramento. Word. So you put one on one together, you know, it just it made it made perfect sense. You know, when are we going to get that Golden One show, though? Hopefully soon enough. Hopefully soon enough. Golden One are still working the kinks out. Um, if you've been to my shows, I have all my shows BGA, which means I don't like seated. Yep. I don't like seated shows. Like you know, this weekend is coming up. Weekend you'll see it's all. It's a giant, giant pavilion, um, and when everybody, you know, everybody's hanging out in a sea of people. I don't. I don't like the separation. With a, with a venue like Golden One. Again, not that I matter, but I like having the seats, especially where I can still see the oh, stage. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. All right, I'll, I'll give you a VIP band, Chris, so you can be, and then I'll give you a chair so you can sit. You heard that, guys. I give VIP. <laughs> so with that being said, look, shout out to Golden One. You know, you just, it's, it's, it's a great place, and it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's helping you know, for the whole Sacramento growth and illumination. But for my type of shows I come from an old school vibe where I, you know, I don't want to separate friends it's not even yep. a point of sitting it's just see the floor seats go quick and there's only like a thousand plus seats and they go quick so so what happens if you know a friend of a friend wants to go they, you, know, they, you know they can't hang out together that's not to me that's not the vibe I'm looking they for they can't do like open seating there like they do at uh, what's that is it Bill Graham where you have the upstairs where you can sit anywhere, and then the downstairs is like the. They do partial open seating, but even then, you can't you can't access one from that. So people are stuck in the, people are stuck in the bottom, oh, are stuck in the bottom. So they people can't, are stuck like, up, exactly. Okay. They, just, they don't they don't want to deal with they don't want to deal with that. Logistically, that's not good for a party. No, it's not good. It's 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 good for concerts. And look, shout out, shout out to you know to concert type events. You know, some acts, electronic acts, is great in concerts. My vibe is not. That's not the vibe I'm looking for. Again, I come. I come from the old school warehouse, you know, vibe. So you know, you know, I want to do shows where everybody, every, everybody's, you know, on the same level, enjoying the same vibe. There's no word. You know, you know, there's no separation. Well, so let's use this as a, you know, our, our segue to kind of bringing everything to a closure here. Please support my friend Ben. He's doing amazing things for this community. And if you can, just tell everyone where can we find you and what you do and all of that stuff. So, as I mentioned earlier, 
social media is a place to be. If you want to look us up, um, I'll give you several handles. First off, let's do Give Thanks. You know, you can check out Give Thanks website at Give Thanks Festival, all spells like a sounds.com. So GiveThanksFestival.com. Also, you can check out, there's an Instagram and a Facebook. They're also both at Give Thanks Festival. Dot com. Oh, no, there's no dot .com. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, also, shout out to my company, which is MidnightEvents.com, M-I-D-N-I-T-E, events. Um, and it's also social media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at MidnightEvents.com. I, well, I keep saying dot .com. Long day for me. It's all uh, good, buddy. <laughs> with, that, with that being said, go check it out. Um, this coming up week, we're going to run a special giveaway for local residents of Sacramento, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna give away a few tickets. So pay attention to social media. Um, I just mentioned to both Give Thanks Festival and Midnight Social Media, Midnight Events Social Media, uh, and then yeah, stay tuned. All the info is posted on there. And if you if you want to reach out to us, you can either email info at midnightevents.com or info at givethanksfestival.com. Or feel free to, you know, drop us a message or a DM, direct message on either Instagram or Facebook. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so it, for those of you that didn't take the time to write all those down, I will be linking them in the description, which will be available on SoundCloud and uh, on the podcast app uh, through iTunes. So don't fret, just click and then do a favor and, and follow my homie. So... Again, Ben, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know this is the worst week for something like this to have, you know, for you to be able to step away and for the community to have access to a conversation like this where they get to get inside your head means a lot to me and the community and just big time thank you, man. I appreciate Hey, Chris, I appreciate having you out. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. And hey, everyone out there, please, you know, please follow, subscribe. Where can I follow, subscribe? You at? <laughs> oh, reverse engineering. I like it. Yeah, so Make Friends Radio. Uh, we're available on the iTunes app for podcasts, on SoundCloud, Make Friends Radio, Facebook and Instagram, Make Friends Radio. Uh, we are the cheerful and playful um, little avatars for each individual episode. So we do appreciate your love and support, and we love to hear from the community as well. So if there's someone you want me to reach out to, if there's a cool business you want me to come talk to, I'd like to do more of these kind of conversations. So. Uh, I rely on you as a community to uh, to help guide me in the right direction there. So, as always, I, I very much appreciate that. Anything 100%. else you want to say? And I mean, and and please keep in touch, you know, with Chris and his, you know, his radio show. And you know, if you also want to hear music, you know, obviously music is is the reason we we all do this. If you want to hear a mix from a local DJ. Um, or maybe a headlining DJ. Headlining DJ might be a little bit tougher to come by, but, you know, feel free to we request. We get them here and there. Yeah, for you know, sure. Feel, feel free to request. You know, I guess sky's the limit. All we can do is try. And I'll, I'll do my best to try to assist them with a mix as well. You know, it's just like I said, because music, music is the reason we all do this. And, you know, let's, you know, let's all do this in this wonderful town we we'll call Sacramento. Word, word. So, again, thank you, everyone, for taking time out of your schedules. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation on your drive to and from work or on your way to uh, Give Thanks Festival today maybe if you're listening to it on friday and saturday uh monday you still got some time to get some of those free tickets so uh keep peeled 
Was and and uh, before we go, I just want to give a give a shout out to my lady Brenda. Thanks for everything you do. Uh, you know, for me and a family. Also, shout out to my parents from being an understanding parents, and my sister, my only sibling, for being understanding everything. You know, I've gone through becoming a, a promoter, and all my <laughs> friends. You know, I, I, again, we'll be here for two hours if I start naming everyone. But you know who you are. You know, you know. Thanks, thanks for being in. A shout out to the Midnight Crew. Much love, everyone. Excellent. And uh, as, as part of Requiem, uh, we have some some good parties coming up as well. The next Banana Sundays will be in the works, which we'll have details for. Freakish is in the works, which if you like the deeper, darker, bassy sound, uh, you know, please check that out. Because I went last time and it was super fresh uh, and really did appreciate that. Again, we're going to keep the Make Friends Radio coming uh, very frequent. So one love, everyone. And I'll see you again. Thanks. See everyone to give thanks, and hopefully I'll come back on a show, say, within a year. Or less, whatever, man. This is a good conversation. I'm, ha- I'm happy sure, you're here. For sure, for sure, for sure. We still got a lot of stuff to cover. And much love, everyone. Big ups. Bye.